Amen. How we feeling? I say, how you feel? You know it's okay to shout in the house of the Lord, amen? A little later on, you're going to be yelling at the TV. But we can yell and, and shout Jesus. Everyone say Jesus. Jesus. To everyone watching, I just want to thank you for tuning in and, and to every church around on, online, everyone. If it's your first time here, just make some noise. Amen. Well, I, I just want to just set the tone for the day. Amen. Do I have any football fans in here today? Now, whether they winning or losing, do I have any real, true Minnesota Viking fans? Well, all my Viking fans, we're going to do something special for y'all today. When I'm done speaking, we're going to get in one big circle and we're going to pray for y'all. Y'all need some help. Lord, help them Vikings, man. <laughs> now, I thought I'd just set the tone, okay? Now, I live in Texas, okay? I, tell you this, I share this with people everywhere I go. I live in Texas where it's big and they got big people in Texas. I tell people all the time, Texas is so big and flat, you can watch your dog run away for two weeks in Texas, okay? But I'm very grateful and humble the place I was saved and to come back here to a place called Emmanuel that God is with us to stand before you and be a blessing, amen? Are y'all ready to have some fun? I said, are y'all ready to have some fun? So here's the deal. Um, again, very honored. I have something with me today. I have with me one thick, very heavy interstill. I have this interstill with me. Sometimes I may feel like I'm Moses and split the sea. But I have this interstill with me for a very important reason. I thought it'd be appropriate for today. And what I mean by this, we could call it Super Sunday, but it's a beautiful day. And this day, I come before you today with this still because I want to speak with you about some bars. The strongest bars you are ever facing in your life are not prison bars, but the bars I call on the inside. And one of the bars, the strongest bars around the world that hold us all back is a bar called unforgiveness, a bar called resentment, a bar called bitterness, and these bars create all type of ugliness, infirmities in the body. And we've always been encouraged and to be, be willing to free people and release them and forgive them. But we'd be like, man, you don't understand what they did to me. And, and we hold on, my mom, dad left me, and we never let go. And we say, I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but I'm not able to move forward because I have to get free. So I have this sense of still with me, and I'm going to attempt something today. Everyone say attempt. And what I'm going to attempt to do to help you get rid of the bars, everyone say no bars. So some of you probably watched the contest on ESPN2. It's called the World's Strongest Men Competition. They actually banned this part because a guy took an inch of steel like this. He placed it behind his neck. And with everything he had, he began to just... He began to pull so hard that he actually blew his elbow out. We're not going to do that today. <laughs> but what we will attempt to try to do today, everyone say attempt. Yeah. I'm going to attempt to take this steel, place it on top of my head and try to bend it. But if y'all get me fired up playing against your purple eaters, I'm going to attempt to take this steel, place it in the middle of my teeth and try to bend it. But you know what? Don't laugh. I brought something else with me. Um, don't laugh at it when I pull it out. 
I have with me today one thick frying pan or skillet. Country folks call it a skillet. I call it a frying pan. My mama fried a lot of chicken, okay? Now, I have this frying pan with me for a very important reason. I want to speak to you about a word called change. Everyone say change. Change is not changed until it's changed. If I don't change, nothing changes. So I have this frying pan today, and what I'm going to attempt to do with this frying pan, because I don't know what type of challenges, what type of situations you're walking through in your life, whether I'm lost or found, but I still go through things. Sometimes I fall away and we condemn ourselves because I haven't been really encouraged and lifted up in the Word of God to know that I'm an overcomer. But with this frying pan, what I'm going to attempt to do is place it in the middle of my chest and I'm going to begin to just pull, push, press, bend, squeeze, and I'm going to try to roll this frying pan up to it look like a steel burrito. A lot of people say, that's got to be fake. Well, it come from Walmart. <laughs> Amen. You can roll that up and take it back to Walmart and get your money. So real quick, I have two young ladies that was going to help me out today. May they come to the stage. Let's give them a round of applause. That'll come to the stage and help me out today. And as they make their way to the stage, everyone say dream. dream. Everyone say vision. vision. Everyone say big vision. Now, I love talking about a dream because every year we celebrate a man's birthday and he had a very powerful quote and his quote goes, I have a You didn't say it like you mean it. I have a So I love a dream, but I want to share with you about a vision. Everyone say vision. Now, here's the deal. There was a blind lady. Everyone say blind. She was a multi-millionaire. Everyone say multi-millionaire. The lady was blind and she had millions of dollars and they asked this lady one question. They asked her, what can be worse than being blind? With millions of dollars. She said, what can be worse than being blind? She said, that's very simple. She said, having sight, but no vision. Sight sees what is, vision sees what could be. Sight is a function of your eyes, but vision is very different. It is a function of your heart. Therefore, I don't believe what my eyes see. I believe what my heart believes because what my heart believes is bigger than what I see. So family of Emmanuel, I hope you came today with expectation. I hope you came expecting the Father to say something to you that will get rid of the bars and change the shape. So my beautiful young ladies is here. How you doing? 21, 33, everyone say teamwork makes the dream work. Okay, so ladies, this bar, I'm going to represent, we're going to represent today, I'm going to place this bar, but this bar is going to represent everything great in your life, okay? So when you have something great, you have to hold on to it, okay? Now, when you have everything great in your life, you have to hold on to it, because in life, you have two friends, dream makers and dream breakers, and so, ladies, I'm going to apologize right now. I'm going to attempt to be a dream breaker. I'm going to attempt to come in your life and steal everything from you. So you got to hold on real tight. Don't let me take it away. She looking like, mommy. All right, here we go. One, two. She like, girl, you better represent right now. Here we go. One, two, three. Oh, you've been working out. She got a little bow flex. She be like, bow flex. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Ooh, you've been doing P90X. Okay, here's the deal. Since, ladies, when you have something great, you got to hold on to it. Everyone say, hold on. 
to my vision. Now, here's the deal, ladies. Since I'm talking about bending this steel with my teeth and rolling frying pans, I have to get my muscles loose. So one of the ways I'm going to attempt to warm up family today, I'm going to attempt to get underneath this bar and lift both of these young ladies up and over my head like a couple of barbells, okay? Everyone say, hold on. Because here's the deal. If you let go, she going to fall. If you let go, she going to fall. Everyone say, teamwork. Now, here's the deal. If we get some music going, and if everybody in here makes some noise, I'm going to attempt to get these ladies up in the air and spin them around like a helicopter, okay? Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready, family? Here we go. Here we go. to take this steel and bend it with my teeth. Are y'all ready? I can't hear y'all, family. Are you ready? The one thing I love about the game of football, it has a first half and a... I didn't hear everybody. The one thing I love about the game of football, it has a first half and a... Everyone say game time. I grew up in Northern California in a small city. It was a mile and a half big. It was the number one murder capital. I grew up with a mom raising four boys by herself. First time meeting my father, I had to bury him. I never knew my dad, but I had a big dream, and my dream was to go to the NFL. So I used to run to my mom. I'd be like, Mommy, I'm gonna go to the NFL. 
And she'll tell me you can make it. But you have to be respectful. You have to treat others like you like to be treated. And you have to be obedient. So I want to share the second half. I get drafted by the Patriots. We get in the training camp. It's hot outside. We have all this equipment on. We running into each other. Boom, and I'm jumping up. Yeah, dog. Let's ball. So I've been blessed to win some big rings. In order to win those rings, it took a lot of hard work. Everyone say hard work. Hard work. Pays off. But one thing I was very good at was writing out my goals. Everyone say goals. I had written out on my locker and it simply said, if I'm trying, I'm flying. But if I don't, I won't. The three E's that helped change my life, I'm gonna give to you today. Everyone say effort, Effort. education, Education. excellence. I make it through training camp, get to the stadium for the first time for a Monday night football game. We're in the locker room, putting on our pants, taping our ankles, put them shoulder pads on, taping our wrists, snap them helmets on, and we run down the tunnel to the field. We get to the 50-yard line. The lights are on, it's cold outside, stadium vibrating. You can see the painter symbol painting in the grass. You can smell the new grass. You have the ESPN camera. You got the head cam following you everywhere on the field. Now y'all watch football, right? Y'all know those cheese heads? We getting ready to play Brett Favre and them. He comes to the line. Blue 42, red 50. But see, I was playing Diva Savin, so I was getting down in my stance. I was like, (sighs) I was breathing that cold air. I had steam coming down in my helmet. I had Vaseline on these nice arms so I looked good on TV, right? So before Brett Favre came to the line, a real big guy, number 77, with a big old belly going up and down, was like (laughs) And he just dropped down in front of me. He was real ugly. He was breathing real hard, going (laughs) Talking about his lips was so big, looked like two pancakes fighting over syrup, you know what I mean? (laughs) True story. He snaps the ball. Red Far dropped back, saw me coming, and he took off. Ah, ah. He started running and screaming, being 6'8, 300 pounds. I snatched him up. Now, I was at the 40 yard line on national television. I started doing what every last one of y'all started doing. I started dancing. I was like, rock with it, I started having fun. Everyone say, having fun, having fun. working hard, working hard. Working hard. pays off. I'm going to reiterate. Everyone say first half. half. Second half. half. Game time. time. Reiterating my story. Grew up in the number one murder capital with a mom raising four boys by herself. First time meeting my father, bearing him. Never knew my dad or my grandfathers. No one in my family ever been to college. No one in my city had ever made it out doing anything great with their life. I was being highly recruited by every Division I school in the country for basketball and football. Still hold a lot of records in the state of California, the most sacks in football, 2020 basketball games, single season rebound record, 334 rebounds. See, when it came to playing sports, I wanted everybody to praise me and lift me up. But my mom would always tell me, your friends are not your friends. What you do in the dark comes to the light. I was hard-headed. We holding a big press conference at my mom's house. 
CNN, ABC, CBS, you can hear the helicopter hovering. Everyone at my mom's house, they like, big damn, get it? I'm on my way to college. So I'm in the back room, got my USC hat, my T-shirt. I'm about to announce what college I'm going to. There's a ring at the doorbell. CNN walks in, ABC, CBS. Right behind CBS was the police. The police was in my mom's house on one of the proudest days of my life taking me to jail because I made one wrong choice listening to a wrong voice. I kept hanging out with the wrong crowd. As long as you keep hanging out with them, you eventually start doing what they do. I start selling drugs. A high cost for a low living. I lost everything. I went straight to jail. And the same ones passing me the weed on Friday night, passing me the alcohol, was laughing at me. They said that's what he get for hanging with us. I heard it with my own ears. Now you can stop and get mad with them, but I'm sitting in this jail cell. And the police thought I was scared of them. I wasn't scared of them, I was scared of my mother. <laughs> my mom believed punching you in the throat and the stomach. She didn't play, but I brought the police to her house. And that's something I was never raised to do. And I knew I was out of line. All because I wanted some Jordans. All because I wanted a nice outfit. And I threw away a quarter million dollar scholarship behind one $20 piece of rock cocaine. And I go straight to jail. And I sat in that jail cell and I cried every day. Family, Emmanuel family all across. The reason I'm standing before you today is because all I could ever think about is what my mother used to say to me and my brothers. It don't matter where you are, you can always hit your knees and ask the Lord for forgiveness. For this young man, I got down on both of these knees in that jail cell and I began to cry out to the Lord to change my life, change my attitude, change the way I treat people. But I'm here and I'm standing before you because the mouth will say whatever. The mouth will say something. See, it's something about in life, there's a thing called lamenting. See, when you get caught, a lot of us lament, but we don't repent. Let me go to this side. Sometimes you lament because you got caught, but you didn't repent. Repentance means I stop and go the other way. I don't pick up those things no more. But for me, because I'm caught in this situation, I sincerely in my heart knew I did wrong. And I cried to the Lord to give me this opportunity, and he did. I found myself in junior college. I began to get the class on time. I began to raise my hand and participate. I began to receive a great education. You know why? Because if I'm trying, I am. But if I don't, I, I become an honor roll student. The same young man they counted out. The same young man, they, they looking at me saying, man, why are you going to college? I said, because I see something better. I had a vision. I had an expectation that brewed inside of me because I said I have to do something better. I, this is not my life. And I begin to hold on because it was what I saw. Nobody else can see it. The reason your friends will laugh at your dreams is because they cannot see what you see. They will laugh all day, but I tell people, laugh now, cry later. Laugh now, cry later. This same young man transferred to Kentucky State University, become an academic All-American in one year. 
This same young man received an education in accounting because I love to count money. He go to the Super Bowl this rookie year. Everyone, what shape is this bar in? I can't hear you. What shape is it in? This bar is in a U for a very important reason. Because in my first half, I was on this path. I was hanging down here at the bottom where it's overcrowded. But there was a man that walked in my life. He's my mentor to this day. His name is Donovan Blythe. My name, Devin Wyman. I didn't know him. He came to visit me while I was in jail. Because it was a young kid that him and his wife took in six kids the system didn't even want. I never even knew it existed. They call it a group home. But him and his wife took these kids in and one of the kids was a star running back at another high school and he would go home and tell Donovan about me. By the time Donovan came to me, I was in jail. And he simply looked at me. He said, Devin, I believe in you. He said, I know your father never been there. I know your mom couldn't buy you all the nice things you wanted. He said, but you seen what one wrong choice did to your life. He said, I'm just here to let you know don't let your dreams, your goals, or your faith in God hang down here at the bottom. He said, your life was not designed to live at the bottom. It was designed to live at the... And that day, you know what I learned? It was never too late to make a U-turn. Yeah. Everyone say U-turn. So when I made this U-turn, I didn't realize what came with it. Because see, like I say, the mouth will say whatever it says. May I get my scripture right now? On this shirt, it has Team Wyman because I have my team. I have my tribe, which is my bloodline, my family. I don't have pictures of my father and my grandfather, but I forgave my dad. I forgave my mom and dad for not being married when they gave birth to me, not covering me with the covenant of the Father to God. But I was so grateful that I can go to God myself. I was so thankful that he would receive my prayers. And he said, son, I just need you to line up. If I can play between the lines, I can walk the line. And he gave me a second chance. And here's the deal, that U-turn. And when I accepted Jesus as my Lord and my Savior, I began to read the Word of God. I shared with you earlier, in 99, I accepted him. But my walk didn't start to 03. And that's why I have this scripture up here I want to share with everyone in here today. And here's the deal. When I read the Word of God, when I read my Father's Word, I make it personal. Everyone say personal. I put myself in the scripture, right? And I say, Devin. So when I start this on the crown of three, put your name in it, amen? One, two, three. Pay attention to what I say. Who's speaking? He said, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. In other words, I have to be willing to get in the word of God. If not, I'm going to continue to hold on to this brokenness that's decreasing me. When the word of God comes in, it comes in to take over. He don't come to shake hands. The whole time I've been in the assembly line of the devil, smoking weed, drinking alcohol, at some point you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. But when the word got inside of me, 
He said, let them penetrate deep into your heart. Don't lose sight of my word. Let it get in your heart because the war starts on the inside. He began to stir things. He began to shift your life. Next verse. Oh, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. The word health means medicine. If you trust him, if you just give him a shot, you know what? I gave Jesus a shot just in case he was my Lord and Savior. He ain't failed me. When I talked about being baptized, I had the pleasure to baptize my own kids. They are life. The word of God is life to them that find it and hanging to their whole body. He will heal your whole body. Guard, guard, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. I told in the first service, I said, if you, you know, when people meet each other, they say, oh, she'd be like, oh, I love him. He loves me. And I met a young lady and I said, um, I said, you love me? She said, yes. I said, well, I said, I'm going to cut my heart out and put it in your hands. She said, what am I going to do with that? Oh, there ain't no all. I said, because I was grateful. And she was like, I don't know what to do with it. I said, thank you. I said, but you could have put it back in my chest so I could live. I know you ain't the one for me. Oh, some of y'all take that serious. Yeah, take it serious because I, I, I'm not your ordinary word. You know why I'm sharing this with you? So you can understand. Because if she had a relationship with Jesus, she'll understand she got to be in communication with him. If she don't have love for him, how she going to love me? I'm in love with my dad. I'm trusting him to love me that, that I can love through him to love her to treat his daughter right. That leads to simply this, family. Right here. To everyone. When I allow him to come in my life, he'll change the whole shape. It's not what I can do. It's what he wants to do. 99.9% of people that sits in a congregation has never read the, three first, the first three chapters of the Bible. So I talk about a Jesus I don't know. That's scary. I speak truth, family, because I understand how real it is to be free. I just told them in the back, and I'm going to read it to you. After the first service, my daughter was watching. And she taught me something. And this is what she texted me after the first service. She said, Dad, I'm so proud of you for letting God use you. She said, thank you for accepting your calling. I thank God for you. And that leaves me simply here. We don't have to be religious because that keeps us bound. It 
keeps us in bondage. Can I give you a word of encouragement before I pray? Do you know there's only one thing that separates a winner and a loser? It don't matter how big, strong, fast you are. Most winners in life, they never play the sport. One thing separates a winner and a loser. Winners look at what they're going to. Losers look at what they're going through. And you were not born winners or losers. You were born choosers. You have the power of choice to choose to do something great with your life. This is why I ask that you come with expectation. I'm not going to accept, I'm not going to go expectation of my pastor and the youth pastors. My expectation is of the Father. So when I go to my dad, he will download in them if I'm praying for them to deliver the word. How can I hear without a preacher? How can I hear? Devin didn't make this up. Everything I'm standing here sharing with you, I read out my word. I took one step and I said, I'm getting rid of these bars. And here's the deal to everyone. Some of you say, well, you know what? I don't have a relationship with Jesus. I've never known him. And can I tell you that's okay? Because that's who I really came for. Because someone took the time to come visit me in jail when I was lost. They came to me and said, look, I can show you. I can lead you to the water. I can't make you drink it. But if you want it, it's free. It may not cost you money. It's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you being willing to repent and turn from your own wicked ways. That's what it's going to cost. So it's okay to be L-O-S-T. It's okay to be lost. Don't feel ashamed. But then I got those that said I accepted Jesus a long time ago and, and sometimes it's hard for me to just, I pray to God and I, I don't know where he's at. Can we be transparent? Is there anyone in here around that you can just raise your hand and say I pray to God, but I don't know, if he never answers my prayers. I don't know if he's around. Anyone? Am I the only one like that? Huh? Some of you? Okay, thank you for being transparent. Can I help you real quick? To everyone in here, you pay cell phone bills. Y'all all got iPhones, amen? You pay cell phone bills, right? You pay car notes. You pay mortgages. Well, family, who do we pay to breathe? Who do we pay to breathe? So whenever you stop and just think and say, Father, forgive me for walking past you, not admiring you that you given me this life to breathe. You breath life through my nostrils. To love. To care. To walk with humbleness and humility and gentleness. To love on your people. So to everyone that's listening. To my loss. And my ones that accepted Jesus but fell away. Can I first just say don't be ashamed. I would like to say a simple prayer with you. That is a most powerful prayer. To get in alignment, to get vertical with my Father. He loves you. This Super Sunday is your day for a new birthday. This is your day that you can say, no more bars. I'm changing the shape of my family. 
I stand before you in the middle of this is my logo. It's not quite right because I am the masterpiece. My dad said you are his masterpiece. To every father in here today, I must speak this. To every father. Your son may have your name. He may look just like you. You may look just like your father and have your father's name, but you'll never be your father. You have your own identity. That means you are unique. You are wonderfully and fearfully made to do something great. So don't measure yourself to the next man next to you. You have something deep on the inside of you that's calling and pushing to come up. Do y'all give me permission to pray? To everyone at every campus, I would like to say a prayer with you. I tell people all the time, I pray with my eyes open because I want to see the blessing. I tell them I do a lot of prison ministry. So I pray with my eyes open. Seriously. And I love my brothers and sisters that's there. People say, you go to prison? Yeah, I go to prison. Can you just imagine being doing five years and nobody wrote you or visited you? You buried alive. After 12 years of doing prison ministry, I finally read the scripture where Jesus said, you didn't come to prison and visit me. To everyone that's listening, whether you want to bow your head or close your eyes or keep them open, I would like to say a simple prayer. Heavenly Father, right now, I call for your fire to come down, to touch the hearts of your, your children in here today and every campus and everyone that's online right now that's listening to your words and not me. If this is a moment in your life that you say, I want to get rid of my bars, I'm ready to change the shape of my life, whether I've been lost or I've slid away from the Father, I want to line up with him. If Emmanuel is not your church, this is a place that you can come and get plugged in. If I'm not, I encourage you to get plugged in with someone that sincerely loves Jesus and that will read the word with you and trust you and empower you. But right now, if it's you that says, I need a fresh new start. I don't know Jesus. I want to accept him as my Lord and Savior. Or those that say, hey, I've slid away and I want to get back in alignment with him. I'm calling on you right now. If it's you, wherever you're sitting at, or wherever you're standing at, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet if that's you answering this call right now. Everyone that's in here right now, if that's you, that say, I need this fresh new start with Jesus, I'm going to ask you to stand on your feet. If that's you that said, I slid away, I'm asking you to stand on your feet to get a rededication right now. In the name of Jesus, to every campus and to everyone in here today, thank you, Father. Thank you for every soul, Lord God, that's answering the call to you, Father God, right now. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Willing to be unashamed. Thank you, ma'am. Hallelujah. Thank you at the top. I see you. I see you. Now, we're going to decree and declare openly and loud the same way we yell at the TV when the Vikings are playing. When any team that we love is playing, we got to learn to be on fire for Jesus. You got to become young lion and lioness roaring, being ashamed, not unashamed of what he's called you to do. So I want you to decree and declare this with me. Dear Jesus, I thank you for accepting me the way I am. I 
ask now that you come into my heart. Renew my mind. Cleanse my hands. Remind me that my feet walk on your holy ground. Uproot, eradicate, and expedite every unclean thing up out of me. All witchcraft, black magic, white magic, all demonic forces and unclean spirits. I command you to leave me right now. I put the blood of Jesus between me and my children and my future children and generations. Go, go, go in Jesus' name. And you cannot return. Holy Spirit, fill me up. Salvation is mine. I am free. It's my lifeline. This is my day of a rededication to be vertical with you, Lord. Thank you for no more bars and getting rid of the change that I need in my life. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for joining us. We pray that you are encouraged and blessed by today's message. Check out emmanuelcc.org for faith resources, how to get plugged into community, or to join us live on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. We are so excited to see what God is going to do. The best is yet to come.